Today is Thursday, June 30th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. First thing today, we have some results from Tuesday's primary elections. Starting off with the governor's races, in New York, current Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul won her primary and will face off against anti-abortion Republican candidate Lee Zeldin in November. In Illinois, Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker will run against far-right candidate Darren Bailey. In terms of congressional races, in Colorado, Trump-backed Republican candidate for Senate Ron Hanks lost to businessman Joe O'Day, who will now run against incumbent Democratic Senator Michael Bennett. In the House of Representatives, Lauren Boebert solidly won her primary, but very few other Trump-backed candidates fared as well as our favorite 1776 LARPer. All in all on Tuesday, four out of five members of the House who voted in favor of the bipartisan January 6th committee won renomination against pro-Trump challengers. And these weren't close races. Yesterday, the narrowest win for an incumbent House representative who supported the January 6th commission was Republican Representative Blake Moore, who won by a very not narrow 32 points in his Utah congressional district. Unfortunately, Trump endorsed incumbent Mary Miller, who said the other day that the overturning of Roe was a, quote, victory for white life, won her congressional primary in Illinois. One woman's victory for white life is another woman's motivation to phone bank. The Supreme Court must be going through a breakup because they simply will not stop posting. Yesterday, they issued two decisions. The first was a 5-4 ruling that states can be sued under federal law for discriminating against veterans, which will serve to strengthen work protections for thousands of state-employed veterans who return to work after service. Justice Clarence Thomas wrote the dissent, saying that states did not consent to private damages filed in their own courts, which is rich coming from a guy whose understanding of consent is, shall we say, not settled law. The court also issued a 5-4 decision yesterday that states can prosecute non-Native Americans who commit crimes against Native Americans on indigenous lands. The majority opinion was written by Brett Kavanaugh and marks a big shift for law enforcement in all 50 states, given that until now, state and federal governments did not have that jurisdiction on indigenous reservations. It sounds like somebody may have heard someone else toss out the idea of abortion clinics being opened on tribal lands. The court is expected to issue its last two opinions of the term today. One will address the EPA's authority over greenhouse gases, and the second will address the Trump-era remain-in-Mexico policy. Justice Stephen Breyer is also retiring today, and Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson will be sworn in as the first black woman to sit on the Supreme Court. I expect some of the recent court decisions will make for an interesting onboarding process. Three men are in custody after 53 migrants were found dead inside of a tractor trailer near San Antonio, Texas. This marks the deadliest smuggling incident on the U.S.-Mexico border, after a truck packed with 67 people was discovered with people trapped inside the sweltering vehicle. Authorities are still working to identify the victims, as many of them were using fake or stolen documents and did not have clear ways to contact their family members. Finland and Sweden have been formally invited to join NATO. Yay, maybe we can swap recipes now. Or like, ideas for parental leave. 
R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison for sex trafficking, specifically charges of racketeering. The judge said that for the past 25 years, he was the head of a criminal enterprise all in service of finding and luring victims into his orbit, and referenced his relationship with Aaliyah when she was just 13 years old. Consider this your 2022 wedding season reminder that there are thousands of bangers ready to take the playlist spot of Ignition Remix. And finally for today, Bernie Sanders called on Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg to fine airlines $55,000 per passenger for every flight cancellation that they know can't be fully staffed. He also said that the Department of Transportation should require airlines to refund passengers for flights delayed over an hour, I would take that refund, impose fines for flights delayed over two hours, and fines for scheduling flights that they know they can't staff. Bernie, of course, brought up how taxpayers have bailed out the airline industry, only to leave Americans stranded and subject to outrageously high fees. And also, at the rate we're going, dozens of influencers are going to miss their reservation at Bontalina this summer. I truly never thought I'd live to see Bernie courting the Mykonos boat. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Best Fiends. There are dozens of unique fiends to collect and with offline play, you will never be stranded without fun, even if you lose your internet connection. And now that you've caught up with the news, you have earned your fun time. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. And one last quick thing before I go, if you're a fan of this show and appreciate the purposefully tilted viewpoint expressed here, please help support us by leaving a 5-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and even a review if you're feeling generous. Your ratings and sharing with your friends are what helps the show keep growing. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.